is of the live stream, yeah, and figure out. Alright, so... Yeah, I'd be kind of curious to see, does it give a notification out, or, you know, it's got to, well, it's going to notify the, the subscribers we have, right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, because I get them, you know, from the channels I follow when they're going live. We're rolling, too. We're rolling? Yeah, we're okay. up and live. Cool deal. So, midweek podcast, huh? Yeah, <laughs> try this. Yeah, you said you wanted to try it during the week. See how it went? Yeah. I think giving some more content out would be a good thing. Yeah. I was talking to my aunt last night. My mom, we were, we were FaceTiming. And she wanted to see the dog. So we were FaceTiming. We are talking. We got talking about local politics. And we are talking yeah. about the compactor facility mm. that yeah. we used to have. Right. And, uh, well, we are talking about disposing of. Like, she was saying that uh, springtime, she empties her snowblower gas and takes, they have a facility down there they can go drop off. Oh, really? Yeah, so. gas and shit. And I started telling her about uh, how our transfer facility used to be able to take used motor oil there. Yeah. And they had a, I don't know what you call it, like a poly tank. They got the metal frame around yeah. them. And they got a, a spin-off cap right in yep. the center, and they're like a milky white where you can see the liquid yeah. level in them. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. And uh, so. Yeah, the we, big square ones you move around with the pork truck. Yeah. yeah, and it was in a shed. Yeah, I had one that was for water, remember? Yeah. yeah, they had it in a shed there. Right. And so when I changed my oil, I used to take it over there versus <laughs> driving all the way to town, the auto parts right. store, right? Yeah. And. One day I went there, and I had the oil, and the guy told me, he said, we can't collect it anymore. I'm like, what? He goes, somebody called and complained. He said, the EPA came out and said we weren't collecting it right. You know, we didn't have a, you know, the, you know, I, yeah. I can only imagine. The uh, regulations that they Right, to collect. That. Right. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, we live in a pretty poor community. Right. So now if they don't collect it there, where does all that <laughs> oil go? Right. You know where it's going. Right you know? into the freaking yep. trash, right? Yep, exactly. If you're lucky, it's going in the trash and not, like, the ditch. Right. Yeah. So I told my aunt, I said the the response from the EPA should have been, look, we know that this township does not have a lot of money. For right. the time being, we got to stop this, but we're going to get you funding and help you get set yeah, up. so you can let's get you set up. So you it. can collect oil responsibly right. so it doesn't end up in the trash. Wow. But no, they just shut it right down. Wow, that's crazy. I'm like, how? You know, I, I kind of wondered, like, with oil, when they, they drill and they pump crude, like, only a percentage of it can be refined, right, into gasoline. A, a lot of it is they use for um, grease, uh, lubricants, uh, motor oil, things right. like that. So yeah. I, I wonder Diesel. when you have diesel... Yeah. Yeah, so when you have Plastic, that used asphalt, yeah, it goes in everything, right? right? Yeah. Um, I wonder if they, why they don't just recycle that and and make like gear grease out of it or well, something. Well, they make oil. They make you oil know? out of it now. Do they they actually restore you re. What do they filter they it? Recycle motor oil. Yeah. If you look, uh, I, I'm sure they all do it now, but I've seen it on Valvoline. Hmm. Yeah, and yeah. it. <clears throat> 
Yeah, it was just something I, I kind of wondered about because I thought, well, if if some of the the biggest parts of crude, I think I read it was like 60% of the oil that they bring up out of the ground cannot be used for gasoline. It's non, it's not at the quality that's refinable for fuel, but it's used for everything else. And I thought, well, why don't they use this used motor oil for, man, you would think you could make grease out of it or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 50%. So then tell me this. Why in the hell is Valvoline charging uh, and you? And people are watching. I'm not, they, I, know, I know you guys can't hear or see this, but what it, Valvoline makes, it's called Next Gen, and it says that half of the oil in there is recy- recycled. Wow. Oh, make sure you like, share, subscribe. Yeah, Ring please. the bell. Give us a thumbs up. Uh, rate it wherever yeah. you're listening. Apple, Spotify, We're Amazon. Rumble. Rumble. Minds, Instagram, no, we're not, not yet. TikTok, yeah, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. we're, we're on Twitter. almost anything. Yep. Yeah, Twitter. Go on there, follow, leave a comment. We post there very regularly. Anyways, so yeah, they do, they do recycle. So tell me, why are they charging you to dispose of it then? If they're, you they know, don't charge you. They don't. No, it's free oh, okay. to drop it off at the auto parts store. Yep, yep. Because I but, remember, but you how know, many people are going to drive? It's what seventeen miles from yeah. here into town, right? To get how many, how many a, people a, are? You yeah, know, six. No, most they're gonna throw it right oil. in the garbage. Yeah, and that—that's how backwards it is. That instead of an EPA regulator going, hey, to ensure this doesn't happen to protect the environment, because what also I, I brought think this because up: the EPA is not meant to help you; it's meant to punish you, to you know, fine you, to control you. Instead of like help you, well, I don't think their their mission statement, if if they have one mounted on a wall somewhere in their main office, says you know let's let's help Mother Earth to be better. It's like, that's let, the point, you though. Know, that's what it's supposed to right. be. But I don't. This it was always the environment, right? But it was always used as a you know <laughs> an arm of law enforcement, right? Well. It it was corrupted from the get go, so. Well, all 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 government has some level of. Yeah, but I think the corruption. EPA is probably in line with the FBI and you know some of the worst. I think. I was trying to see if they had an actual mission statement yeah. to protect human health and the environment. Mm, yep. So, yeah, in that instant, they weren't they weren't yeah. protecting the environment. No, because majority of that oil that they were at least attempting to capture. Yeah. At least they were trying. Right, because yeah. what led to that is now we have trash pickup, right? Right. Because that facility got shut yeah. down. We don't have recycling though. We had recycling there. Right, and now you don't. They had three roll off containers just for cardboard, yeah. and they had one huge one that was probably. 20 feet long, 6, 8 feet yeah. wide, and all those recycling containers were always full. Right. As fast as they could empty them, they were filled again. Yeah, I think so people now, try to do the right shit. Now, where does all that shit go, though? In the trash. In the trash. Yep. Now, we still, take, we still take our cardboard, but we have to drive almost 25 miles yeah. to recycle to, our to cardboard. The to the side. other, not only the town, but to the other side of right. town. 
And they're only open specific hours. Yeah. Right? Yep. So the majority of people are just going to right in the garbage yeah, now. right in the trash. So what What benefit? It doesn't help. I, I don't get it. I don't get how they can negotiate that contract for trash pickup and not negotiate recycling. Or at least leave roll-off containers over there yeah. in the parking lot for people to throw their shit and recycle it. Yeah, at least keep the recycling there. Yeah. You know? They could have used it for a little satellite recycling center, yeah. you know? What would it have cost just to have the roll-off containers yeah. there and have them emptied? You're telling me there's not grants out there to there should be to help with recycling? I mean, you know. Especially hey, in a poor community like this. EPA, I mean, they're all about Mother Earth, right? Right. So, right. Yeah, it's, Which they had nothing not to do fan, with the contract, but you would think there's enough resources out there grants and programs well, to provide on, financing what, you know 72 billion dollars to the ukraine i'm gonna bring that shit up again like you know over and over and over yeah. but we can't you know set a little money aside for little communities to have a recycling center right. make it convenient for people to throw that shit in recycling instead of in the landfill well there's a lot of more places that money could have gone you know for sure. and, and it's not like i said a uh, hundred times i'm not a I'm not an environmentalist, but I believe strongly in taking good care of the earth. And, man, some of the videos I've watched of just trash in the oceans and, you know, plastic water bottles, like, God, yeah. washing up on these beaches were just full. And then, Which is disconcerting because I watched I, – I didn't watch. I listened to a podcast where they're talking about the dirty little secret about recycling. Well, that now there is a whole business that – I seen that I read about that, you know, people collecting this stuff and like it actually created a lot of jobs and it gave like some of these poor areas, these coastlines that were full of poverty, like, you know, some income and stuff. But because can't, can't I, I, what they melt that shit down and recycle it too. Which, I, I, now well, aluminum lubricants and shit out of the plastic. Aluminum is the one that they said does get is the most consistently sure. recycled, the highest volume right. of collected. Uh I was trying to find it in here. I wanted to find a reliable source. The And I know for every sea turtle you find that's got a straw in its nose, like there's a hundred thousand turtles that are just fine. I, I get it how they can make a narrative, right? Paint the picture to to look like whatever they want. But there was a lot of goddamn trash on those beaches, uh, man. And you know, I read a lot of it was from cruise ships. Just they throw their shit overboard, right? And that's you what know? kind of the consensus I was mm -hmm. getting is countries are like, yeah, well, you know, pay us to take it and we'll yeah. go recycle it. And then it's like, yeah. And I was trying to find a, you know, what I thought. It was a couple of weeks ago I was thinking about this, and I'm like, why don't – why don't we just shoot that shit in the space? Right, launch <laughs> you it know what sun. I mean? Yeah. Right? I think it's the sheer volume. Dump it on the moon. Let's, let's start a landfill there. Well, I, I just don't think they can get enough in a right. ship. What they'd I be, thought They'd be launching was, a ship every half hour. If, if, well, we, we probably are with satellite. What, there's 300,000 or a million satellites circling the Earth orbiting it all the time. How many? It was an astronomical. Let's find out. Yeah, so look it up. It yeah. was, no, was no, mind-blowing. No, I'm on to this now. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Down <laughs> the rabbit hole we go. Recycling, right? Yeah. Uh, 
I, I know that when you brought up the map, you could hardly see the earth. There's so many, I, I was shocked that there's that much, but I thought, well, if you put it in a low orbit, right, it's going to re-enter. And what, what does everything do when it re-enters the earth? It burns up in the atmosphere. So, I mean, what incinerate it. Yeah, maybe, I guess. Yeah. What do we got? Oh. Uh, so this is in 1957. So as of the total since 2021, 7,500 satellites in, in Leo. Low, yeah. As of September of 2021. Low Earth orbit. Yep. Yeah. Low Earth orbit. Yep. 7,500. Wow. I know the map's crazy. When when you well, let's look at that. Yeah, I know, they have a, a live action map, and it, it shows the position, which was kind of crazy that you, you can look up each satellite and where they're at in orbit. And man, you would think that'd be kind of dangerous if your enemies wanted to like. Well, and that, that, you, I mean, they'd shoot down one of their the too, telecommunication right? satellites. Like, oh, there goes Verizon. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, look at those maps. They're crazy insane. 7,000. And then what? They have to stay like a 1,000 miles apart yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Is it going to show it to me? Yeah. I'm not accepting your bullshit. So, you know, oh, there it was, it was just something I was thinking. Too. Like, you know, I you wonder bastard. why they don't just burn the shit up in the atmosphere. I mean, we have incinerators, but... My understanding, and you know, I'm not a fucking yeah. scientist. I don't know, but uh, burning the shit down here, right? Because we we did incinerate a lot of trash before, but it it creates a lot of carbon and yeah. nasty shit in the atmosphere that you don't want. But if in the upper atmosphere like that, I wonder if it would give you the same contamination. Or like I said, you know what? Put it on a barge and just shoot it into space on a on a collision course of you know what? It, it's gonna go for a million years until it hits something. You know who knows? Maybe we'll piss some aliens off and yeah. you know they'll come and visit. There's that uh, live. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty wild. Yeah. That's a lot of satellites. satellites. So I mean, you're launching them. They're they're re-entering and they're being launched all the time. So you know, piggyback. So some trash on the rocket too. Yeah, that's the one I was telling you about. Like it, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, if you get a chance, I'll. I, I wonder if people... you know what I wonder. Let me see if I can do it this way so that we oh. can show people. Yeah, I'm I need like, to figure out how to. Capture my screen okay, so people can see it. Let's see if I can do it this way. Let's, let's see if. Yeah, kind of. Can you kind of see it? Yeah, rotate your phone sideways, maybe. Yeah, see it, if it'll flip. Oh, it won't, yeah. I thought it, it'd flip, it but it, no. well, it didn't. Kind of. Oh, it's smaller. It flipped, yeah. but it's smaller. But let me, bl let me blow it up a little. Can you see that? Yeah, I can see it pretty good. Look at that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane, yeah, man. That's... Like, wow, you can barely even see the earth. There's right. so much junk right. up there. Right. You know? Well, uh, yeah. And some of it, I mean, there's a lot of good satellites that we're using, but there's a lot of old, like, there's shit many, in there so from the you, 50s. How many, you know? how many decommissioned satellites? Yeah, I, I'd be curious, you know? Man, this is all about science. All <laughs> the science.
How many satellites <laughs> are we in Earth? RD. Come on. Not gonna give it to me? Uh, in real time here, folks. Yep. I know I didn't spell that right. Gotta love it. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty pretty incredible. How many satellites? I don't know how to word that. How many yeah. satellites? Are dead in space? Working? It's funny how you gotta kind of yeah. simplify your questions sometimes. I was hoping they'd give me. But I know like some of them, like number. they give you an event, right? Like you know, the the weather app will tell you. You know, there's a re-entry that's gonna burn up because it's you know big giant shooting star as it breaks up and you know. It's it's kind of a neat event to see if it happens to you know come down in your area or above your <laughs> right, area. Right. Oh, you see that? What? The U.S. has 683 failed satellites still in orbit. Russia yeah. has 1,318. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they should, you know build the next space station, right? Yeah. And now we're catching rides with them, our astronauts. Now that we don't have space shuttles oh. anymore. I, it's a rabbit hole, man. Once you yeah, start going yeah. down there, it's like, it's crazy. It, it's just amazing. Almost 2,690 pieces of space junk. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I know that they were saying with the International Space Station, like, it's constantly I, in risk of being hit with debris, garbage. But that's what I'm saying. Why couldn't you just... That's you interesting. Know, I don't know. If a scientist ever happens to trip over this video and, like, you know, put the answer in there, man. Yeah. Tell me why we can't burn that shit in the upper atmosphere and incinerate it that way or just shoot I it. I wouldn't assume it's just a sheer volume. Maybe, yeah. But there's got to be a better way than, like, you know, Mount Junkmore. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. we drive by yeah. them on the expressways. Yeah, I get you it. You know, like, and I thought, man, you know, if you're going to build these mountains of garbage, cover them with snow and, you know, <laughs> serve hot cocoa and let kids sled on the damn thing. I you know I think I mean? they are starting to yeah. convert some of those to ski hills. Yeah. I know they're they're pumping methane out and they're actually using it yeah. to produce energy. Right. They said and then, it, I mean, if you listen to, like, Ian from Pool, like, was it graphene or whatever? Mm, he's graphene, always, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah. He, it, there's all kinds of shit that's yeah. cutting-edge technology that he brings up all the time. And I thought, wow, man, that, why are we not doing that then? If we, if we can do that, that technology I, exists, it's control. It, it's, you know, it, it's like yeah. why, if we, or, we can actually design a car right now that could get 300 miles to the gallon, but we won't, right? Mm -hmm. Because, or, or, you know, washing machines that used to last 30 years now last five. Yeah, that's pure consumerism. That's, they, they latched on. Part of the, making well, money. Well, a lot of, 
a lot of that's our own fault by always wanting the next better greatest thing. So why are they going to make a washing machine last for 20 years well, that was if they know that, you're going to want a new one in 10? It was marketing that convinced you that you right. needed that, right? Well, we did only, only because I was, the I was in that field for a long time as a repairman and I actually worked for Maytag. <laughs> uh, man, we'd rebuild those machines and send them out for another 15 years. You know, they right, were... Like the Maytag customer always kind of prided themselves on those machines lasting forever. But I think as like TV commercials, like advertising really started to kind of weigh on people that you had to keep up with the Joneses, right? You see them getting a new washer, like, man, this one's hard. You know, it's Harvest Gold or, you know, Avocado Green. Like, wow, that new one's got like digital readout. Like, I want that. And now everything, you know, our TV. Right, like, I think it's, I, I don't know that. I think advertising is just capitalizing on our own instincts. There's something in us that drives innovation that wants us. Sure. I don't have. I don't have to watch a commercial. People never ate bacon for breakfast until it was, until they were brainwashed by media that it was you know, eggs, toast, and bacon was the way to go, baby. You know, start your day out right. Right. And it was because the pig farmers wanted to sell more bacon. Right, but at least that's what I learned in college. No, granted, it is college, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. But there's something about technology in humans that's unique. Sure, that we we strive for better, faster technology. There's something in us, like like I was saying, they don't have to advertise the new iPhone very hard. They just got to put it out that it's available now. Now, the commercials used to be pretty. And I used to uh, like advertising. Yeah. Like, you know, I well, used to love watching the, like commercials and kind of the ones that were smart. Yeah. You know, that were really just someone put a lot of thought in that yeah. marketing. That's what I, I love. That's what I was going to say. I, I used to appreciate you know? the video editing an and the quality. It, yeah. You know? Like wow. wow, you know, like they'd show like like a co- I don't know what generation uh, iPhone, but you know, all oh, this whole commercial was filmed on right. this iPhone, the new yeah. one. I'm like, wow, that's cool. You know, that yep. they they filmed the whole commercial, edited it. Yeah, all off the phone. Off the phone. To show you, you know, what wow, it can do. Cool. Really right. highlight it. Right. Yeah. But there's something unique. I think it's I think it's too simplistic to just blame yeah. it on some advertisers with some catchy phrases and some flashy still well, shots. I think once they, they started I, us down that rabbit hole, it just you build momentum. You know what I mean? Now it's yeah. self sustaining that we want the newest, greatest, latest thing. I, I think at one time, you know, we were very much conditioned if your microwave broke uh, you called the repairman. Now you just throw it in the trash and you get a new one. Well, I think the costs have come down to a point that we can afford to just well, replace I, I think it with a I new one. I think that went with advertising, right? As as they were trying to convince us that they, so that they sell. Look, Whirlpool doesn't want to sell you two microwaves in a lifetime if they can right. sell you ten, right? But so they don't. They got to bring the price down. But they don't have to make one fail earlier because they know you're gonna they, want they a newer model. They know that they're gonna fail sooner. But again, but you know they're why, putting why, cheap parts in there. Know, why to make save it profits, right? Why build it to last twenty years if they know you're gonna want a new one in seven? Yeah, see, I I still think it's why? More, more brainwash that we. Yeah, you still, I know, you, you know. haven't answered my question though. If like your cell phone, right? Right. Why make a, you know, people say, oh, it seems like it starts failing about the time my contract's up. Well, that's mm-hmm. because the average person only keeps a cell phone for like 18 months. So why would they build it to last five years if they know you're going to want a new one every 
24 to 36 months anyways. But there was a point where people didn't want a new one, right? It was, the, it was the, look, when, when you go back to, like, your grandparents, they saved aluminum foil. Oh, this ain't that dirty. They'd fold it up and put it in the drawer because they, they went without, right? They had some hardships, and they learned to hold on to shit, to just save everything. Um, to use it until the, the tires fell off. When I was young, you know, I, my parents didn't get a new car every two years. There, there was no such thing as leasing, you know. Now, but why, that, would a, why would an auto maker, manufacturer, want to produce a car that's going to last 20 years and sell you one every 20 years when they could sell you one every five, you know, when they know that you're, they're, you're they're making my, cheaper you're, parts? You're making it. my point for me. Why would they want to build a car that lasts 20 years if they know you're going to want a new one every time? But they five? only know that because they brainwash people into thinking that think, you... Well, now now I you kind of have to, right? I mean, because the, the cost either... And, and I, I know because I'm going through some auto repairs myself on that, and, and it's trying to balance it out between you have a car payment each month for the rest of your life or... The damn thing nickels and dimes you, you know, if you're actually using it as your main transportation, like, it just seems like every month now it's, you know, once it, it crests, it, it just or not, constantly dumping money into or it. Or not have a car payment every day for the rest of your life. I well, mean, I mean, either way, like, you know, I, I, I have, I don't know, over a thousand dollars in repairs and, right. and less than 60 days right. on a vehicle like you know, right. I guess it'd be easier when they say, look, you can have a brand new car or truck and it's $250 a month or $350 a month for at least 15,000 miles a year. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But who drives 15,000 miles a year? Yeah. Well, no one in rural areas, <laughs> that's for sure. But that's how they get you on that too, because then the over miles and then, you know, I think we've done it. it so I can't believe. I think. I think it's just a natural human trait to want more, better, faster, lighter, yeah. shinier. Maybe. I, I think I it's always think been a human Humans trait. have been the same way for a million years, and then, like, we have this just light year jump, right, in technology. We've talked yeah. about that. If, if I think if it was just in our DNA, like, we, we would have had cell phones 300 years ago. Well, it takes time you for innovation. I mean? Yeah, we don't know what the spark was, the trigger for you know the microprocessor, right. or whatever it was. You know, we don't know what that trigger I mean, was, but there was something significantly were, happened that once that once alien that, technology, right? Who knows? Reverse engineering, right? <laughs> but once that once that spark found the tinder, there was no putting that fire yeah, out. Yeah, I, I just think it, it started from advertising. I, I think like. It was really bad believe, for humans. That, I just can't believe that advertisers could be that convincing. I don't know, man. I, I know you can see, a, you know, a commercial for food on, on, and it looks good. And all of a sudden, man, you're in line to with the drive-thru to go and get it. No, I'm not. You know, not you, but a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, that's a billion-dollar company for a reason. So the majority of people, for mm. sure, do. And I know that, you know, you look at X Burger on TV, and it looks you open the box, it never looks that good. You know, it should be false advertisement, but I, I believe they call it fluffery. They're allowed so much, mm -hmm. you know, distortion. But I, I think 
advertising works or they just it, it we're constantly bombarded with it anymore god i can't even open the weather app without it like sending me two different advertisements that i got to x out of that and now you can't even close them right away it takes five ten you know whatever five six seven seconds before it'll even bring up the icon to, to x out of it and i'm like is there nothing that is safe from advertising anymore i think we're just well, advertising, you know obviously I mean? they so, want to sell, right? So, so they're trying to put their product in front of you. How many of those ads you do you know, click on? I don't click on them. Actually, you know, I, every once in a while, I, one will get me. I know? have a photo editor program yeah. that I use for Instagram, and I've never clicked on a freaking ad in yeah. that thing. And I've had There's, it for four Actually, years. you know, I'll shamefully admit I've even ordered a few things. Like, you know, and, and, and so no harm, no the, foul. the smartphone knows how to advertise to you, right? We've, we've had that discussion yeah. like you're having a conversation and the next thing you know facebook or instagram's like bombarded with these advertisements for but it, you but, didn't have to order you know, no and people didn't have to buy a car every two years you know but well, they i think they do now well, they <laughs> unless they, I... unless they want to deal with auto repairs and right, you know I... there was a time where if you were a decent backyard mechanic like you, you know you could do a lot of repairs yourself even but now it's even getting to the point where some of that stuff but I, you can't but I mean, I've, yourself. I've owned that truck for 12 years. It was mm -hmm. paid off in the first four. Right. It's rusty, but it's but still... You do you drive it every day? Is that your main vehicle? It's not my main vehicle, yeah. but... So to have a, you know, a backup, sure. That And, and my uh, truck, hey, I'm keeping it till the tires fall. Right. Right? Like, but the fact that that's a problem with... That I think... Like I dumped I all guess that money. It's not in even that a problem. It, for a reason because I plan on keeping that right. truck forever. I do. Like my trucks, you know, I I man, they are just done. By the time I'm ready to get another one, mm. it, it's it it's not even worth putting money into it anymore. Mm. But uh you know, I, I can see why people just they're busy. You know, they don't want to have to go to the goddamn mechanic once a month to take. You just get frustrated. Like it just seems like it's always breaking down. But is it because they didn't do no. preventative? See, this is it. a problem I have. People buy you know? a vehicle, and it's X amount of dollars, and they sit down and they go, "Okay, right. We're only going to eat out once a week now, and you know, blah blah blah." You know, we're going to cut back on these two or three things and we can just afford the payment and the insurance. Right. But they don't factor in the maintenance. Right. Tires, brakes. Oil, oil changes, changes, differential mm -hmm. fluid changes, whatever. Just right. a, just the basic preventative Wiper maintenance. Wiper blades. Right. You know, $20 Just the each. basic preventative maintenance. Right. They don't factor that in. Then all of a sudden you need $1,000 worth of tires and they're like, oh, what do we do now? You know, and. Oh, you know, the CV shaft went out and it's $380. Now what do we do? Brilliant and, car salesman that never told them any of that either. You know? But they shouldn't need a car salesman to hold their hand and let them know that there's maintenance yeah, on it. Yeah, but when you've got a million other things on your mind, I mean, you, you, you should be able to, when when you tell a salesman, and again, man, I, I was think, in that field and know, there's just a lot of slimy shit. I, know, I don't think there, any of the responsibility falls on the dealerships. You know what I mean? They're they're payment shopping now. It, it's just it's transitioned from like the overall price of the vehicle. You see customers come in now, and it's like, and and salesmen, they they helped facilitate this, you know, because they would they would drive people. I've seen it a, a thousand times where 
you know, I, I, I want to spend $20,000 on a vehicle. Well, yeah, but, you know, what's your monthly payment? What are you trying to get at? Because, you know, I could get you this better, newer vehicle for the same payment. Wouldn't, wouldn't you want that one instead? You know, I mean, there's a lot of that. So I, I think it's conditioned. I think that it's helped condition I, people. I think it's I, I think it's a really disingenuous way of shifting personal responsibility off the individual. I think there's some, you know, personal responsibility too. But I think it's I, I all think it's, personal responsibility. It's unfair to to if someone gets manipulated to say that it's it it's like impossible for someone to be manipulated. Like, I'm not saying it's they, impossible. They I'm saying it's it, removing the personal responsibility from that individual. Hmm. I yeah, I, I guess I think just see it a little different. I think people you know? need to be held more accountable for their actions and they're doing their own homework and figuring this shit out ahead of time yeah. before they ever step foot I in a dealership. In personal there are there are endless YouTube there are endless YouTube videos at this moment. You can go on and it's salesmen and former salesmen they'll walk you through how not to get screwed right. at a dealership purchasing a car. Sure. They tell you the do's and don'ts. They sit down with a whiteboard and I step still by know step people who never use YouTube though. Don't I mean, even know how. You know what I mean? You're still you, you're dealing with people that this is still brand new to them. We're not you know talking I mean? about like, we're not talking about a seven year old here. We're talking about young people. Actually, I was know just talking to, to someone that was my age that said I'm I'm kind of technology literate. I've never used that stuff. I don't. It was a conversation I just had a couple days ago. I, know, I was a little I, shocked. I know, but those, are, those still have to be the fringes. Like, I live on social media, right? YouTube. Those, those still have to be the fringes. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm talking I about the masses. I think it's a laziness, I and I think it's a way. Facebook. But. I I think it's a laziness, and it's a way to push off personal responsibility. Maybe. So that when just, something does go wrong, well, the salesman never told me that. It's it's a way for them to not have to deal with their decisions. I I think it's. People, I, I do it, believe in personal responsibility for sure, but I also believe that people, there's a lot of nasty people that just take advantage of it. and they But nobody makes you, know? you buy the car. They talk you into it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, I've watched salesmen take keys away from people and refuse to give them their keys back. High-pressured sales. The, these, they're, they're then, they should call sales. The, then they should call the cops. They, they advertise like, it all the time. Walk you out. hear it on the on the radio that there's, you know, these this big sales happening next Saturday. And we're going to have X many extra cars and vehicles on the lot. And they bring in, like, closers. They're high-pressured closers. That's They don't even work for that company, typically. They just come in and they close deals. All they do is sit at a desk. You're a salesman. You go. You grab someone. You bring them in. You set them down with this person, and this person just well, pounds gonna, them until they submit. I'm gonna help everybody out yeah. there. The few people that do listen to this video. Yeah, the couple <laughs> listeners that we got. Walk away. Yeah. Walk the fuck away. I Don't let do. anybody ever pressure you into buying a goddamn thing. Yep. Walk, I walk the away. fuck away. Even when I want to buy it, I walk. I don't away. care how bad you. There's more of them out there. Mm -hmm. There's another place. Shop around. Yep. Never get yourself in such a desperate situation. You have to settle and get screwed. Right. I don't care how bad you need the car. Never sit down and let somebody talk you into buying something 
you didn't want or you cannot afford. Walk the hell they, away. Man, they, they, they play a lot of mind games, man. Like I like I told then you, I'm he, gonna, he who talks first loses. Like, and I'm going to share my own know. personal story right here with that truck I was just talking about. When I walked into that dealership, I already had the Carfax on mm -hmm. it, and I had the KBB printout of what I should pay for that truck. So I already knew ahead of time. I already did it. Yes, you're going to have to do a little bit of work. You're going to have to get on the internet and type in a couple things. It's going to take you about 15 minutes to print them out. And I walked in there, and they wanted twenty over $25,000 for that truck. Yeah. And I said, you know, we took it for a test drive, come back, sit at his desk. And he's like, oh, what do you think? I said, oh, it's a nice yeah. truck. Play the game. Yeah. He's like, well. And I said, well, what can? Well, how much movement do you got? Well, I think we have about $700 in movement. I said, what? Wow. I'm like, no. I said, I know what I should pay for this truck because I know about what you paid for it when you took it in on right. trade. Well, let me go talk to my manager. And, of course, you know, he goes over there and he's gone for about 15 minutes. He comes back. He's like, it wasn't easy. Yeah, they but, went over there and they ate a donut, smoked a couple of cigarettes. Right. And they'd be sitting in there. He'd he, he come back and he said, it wasn't easy, but... I got him. I got him to come down thirteen hundred on it. And I told my wife. I said, "Let's go." Yep. And she goes, "What?" I said, "We're going." And she goes, "Do you want your papers?" Because I had the papers on his desk. I showed yeah. him. This is what you paid for trading. Maybe you right. probably paid less than that because you gave the guy before me the work. Over <laughs> yeah, on. you know it. Right. I said, "So you probably only paid like fourteen for it, and now you're trying to sell it to me for twenty-five. Is it nine thousand dollar markup? It works." I did math wrong there. I'm sorry. Yeah. What, anyways. And so I stood up. My wife's like, do you want your papers? I'm like, no, I don't want them. And we walked out of there. Yeah. And I shit you not, the next day, 11 o'clock, he called. And he said, hey, talk to my manager. I'm really sorry if I offended you guys. Right. We'd like you to come in and talk to us again. And I said, okay, I'll come in and give you one more shot. Right. And I went in after work. <laughs> and I didn't even sit. I stood in front of his yeah. desk. And I said, look, I'm going over to the Ford dealership. The salesman's name is Steve. I know you guys all know each other. Call him. I'm going to drive a truck over there. By the time I get back, I want the bottom price you can get on this truck. Right. He didn't even give me what they said they'd come down at this yeah. point. I just walked in, stood in front of his desk. I didn't sit down. I said, call Steve. I'm, going to, I'm not brand loyal. I don't give a shit if I buy your truck or his truck. I'm buying a truck. Right. And we left. In all fairness, I didn't actually go back and talk. I had talked to Steve about a Ford over at the Ford dealership. Yeah. My wife and I went and had dinner, and I came back. Miraculously, they came down to $20,000 out the door, tax and title, yeah. and plate transfer. In one day, the value of the truck dropped $6,000. Right. And they put a tonneau cover on it. How many people wouldn't have gotten that? So I hope that helps somebody out there. Don't yeah. ever, don't ever paint yourself into Look, a corner. Go to different. Do I exactly a, what I do. I was a car salesman, man. Go. I'm telling you, always walk away, no matter how bad you want to buy it. Go have a sandwich. Give yourself time to don't impulse buy shit. Don't be I afraid of do. doing what I do. Go to another dealership, yeah. even if you don't want to plan Playing on buying a vehicle. Yeah, get get yeah. the name of a salesman over there, so when you go back to the other guy, you can give him that card. <laughs> you know, right? Say, hey, I talked to so and so at yeah, this other dealership. To Fred, man, we're like, working out know. a deal, but have an actual name there just in case yeah. they do call. Sure, because they know the competition. Right. You know, they but shop no, the competition. It, I don't care if you're buying a TV. 
but pressure works. That's why they. But do people it. need to stop being so easily manipulated and blaming their bad life choices on manipulation or or advertising or. But I think it's fair to stand to, up for yourself. Grow a pair of balls. I think and it's fair to work. try to understand it though too how how it happens and why it happens and it's not. I don't think it's all an excuse. I think there's a difference between an excuse and a reason. And to try to understand the reason, why why does the pressure work? How, you know, Because people why, don't why stand up for people, themselves. People didn't do right. their homework before they went in to buy the why car. So they're going into the deal blind. Right. They have no idea what the dealership paid for trade-in on that vehicle. And I guarantee you it's a hell of a lot less than Kelly Blue Book said they oh, should have paid yeah. for trade-in. You know, they, they, they didn't pull a, pull a Carfax. They have no idea what the actual value of that right. vehicle is. So again, they're 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 passing off personal accountability for excuses. Do 15 minutes of homework before you're gonna go look at a vehicle. Hmm. When you're on the lot and you see a vehicle you like, tell the salesman, I'm gonna do Man. some more research, I'll get back with you. And you go home and you sit or you go on your phone and go to dinner and you do some research on that vehicle. Yeah, it, you know, it's hard. It's it's, it's hard, hard to stand it's up not, for yourself hard. when People you just, got the salesman sitting there and then he goes and gets the sales manager and then it's two on one. They, you know what I mean? There's a reason why they make your chair shitty that you're sitting in at a desk like this across from the salesman. And he's got this big comfortable chair. It's, it's all a mind fuck that's setting the stage that they have power and control over you. Even though really they don't, they have it, zero. They don't, they don't, but you don't owe them a damn thing. They, they, they plant that in your head. Like you, you can't just discount like high pressure or advertising that the shit doesn't work because obviously they were inundated with constant advertising because it does work. You know, you can brainwash. I watch people drink Kool-Aid and kill themselves because there's a meteor because, you know what I mean? Because someone convinced them they were Jesus. In my eyes, it's a laziness. People don't want to put in the work to Hmm. do research. When I bought a new bow, I didn't, it wasn't because YouTube gave me an advertisement for a right. hunting show on the one I decided. I researched different bows. Yeah, but there's a reason why there's five main manufacturers of, you know, archery and, and not right. 75, right? Because advertising does work. You're going to buy from one of the five, right. you know what I mean? Right. So, but I still made up my own mind. I yeah. went and shot different bows. I didn't, I didn't let the salesman convince me any one was right. better than the other. I didn't even no, ask their I, opinion. I, I, I told them, them I told wanted. them the ones yeah. I wanted to shoot. I said I want to shoot this one, this one, this one. All right, you know. I went and shot them. What do you think? Uh, you know, I didn't buy it that night. I thought about it. I did right. some more research. I watched more YouTube videos. I asked more friends what they I thought, thought about theirs versus night. the other one. You know. Yeah, but I went in and shot with you too. Right. And I shot different ones. Different. Yeah. You know. We shot, but I kind of knew both, that that was the brand that I wanted to go with. You know, I, I, I knew the difference between the brand I was shooting and that brand. You know, I, I already kind of knew what right. the differences were. You know, I, I read reviews and stuff. I did some research on it, you know. Um, I, I didn't know exactly which model I was going to fall on. Yeah. And it was it was shooting them that kind of, you know. Yeah. And I'm happy with what I got. But, again, you know, you're going to buy one of the five. Yeah. It's, you know, because... Well, the thing, work, I, I, you know, well, I don't I mean, even think it's the advertisement, though. I think that the, the five are the biggest because they invest the most into technology and R&D. 
And so yeah, they produce I mean, the at five. some point they start to pull away from right. the competition they and the produce. competition withers on the vine and it dies, right? right? But right. I mean <laughs> they gotta they gotta get up front. I think they are the best the because same. they produce the best technology today. Yeah. You know, there's a reason you're not buying one of the others, you know. Like I shot Martin for years, I'm not buying a new Martin. Right. I just it's just not there. They just again they yeah. withered, right? Like they're yeah. still there, but yeah, they're the not technology as competitive as what, just isn't yeah. there. They just don't I, have I was money. actually surprised with Bear that it was, you know, as good as it is. Like, I, I expected, I shot Matthews for a long time, you know, yeah. like, and and I'm a brand whore. I admit it, man. I, 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 I'm, I kind of like that. Like, you know, I, my Under Armour hoodie right here is any better than any other fucking hoodie. No, I got some generic ones that are almost the same material yeah. probably made in the same factory i i know? don't know i bought i buy bought some cheap hoodies that i just use for cutting wood yeah. or working on cars and they're nowhere near the comfort of my under armor hoodies yeah, i think I got, there's a difference. i got some cheap ones that are probably i think i'll wear one I, next week you know i think there is a level of quality that comes with a price point whether it's actually worth as much as you pay for them i don't know but no, I know. not not when I could buy this hoodie for or a knockoff of this one for a third of the price. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's, you know. But I, I buy but, the shit because I, you know, I, I like the the emblem. I like, you know. I I think I'm, there I'm is a, a certain level of quality because a lot of my workout clothes are Under Armour. Yeah. And I think there is a certain level of quality that comes with that brand, not just the logo. I don't know. I think, you know, if, if it makes people work out more or feel better about working no, out. No, I'm, talk, I'm shit, talking about how long the clothes I, yeah, last. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I'm, I'm saying in my mind, yeah. it's just, you know, whatever. It's, you know, the placebo effect. <laughs> you know, this better clothes are more comfortable. Like, I, I don't know. I like Under Armour gear. I got a lot of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a dozen different Under Armour hoodies, mm -hmm. but I, I have some that are, I don't know, whatever, they're Huntington or something like that. I got some generic ones that are. I've had them forever. They're yeah. just as good, you know. But I, but I admit, I'm a brand whore. You know, I, I I'm like, not loyal you know. to anything. I'm not loyal to whatever. You're loyal to Under Armour. I'm not loyal. I don't have just <laughs> Under know? Armour workout clothes. Right. I'm saying my Under Armours have lasted. Those the pair of shorts. I have two Under Armour shorts. I usually wear when I podcast. Yeah. I have gray pair and black pair. I've had those shorts for 10 years. Right. I don't even work out in them anymore. They're yeah. just bed shorts now, and I just wear them around the house. Yeah. And they know. still look damn good for being 10 years old. I can't remember uh, what that generic, those basketball shorts I got. They're, they're a generic brand. Like, you know, I got Under Armour ones too, but I don't know. I've had them for six, seven years now probably. And, eh, those are the only two good. pairs I still have yeah. of my that old. Yeah. The one, I, I think, you know, the, the one clothing line that i think was i was probably really loyal to and it was quality for a long time was carhartt yeah i, I wore a lot of cars yeah. because it was you know and i had some generic card stuff and it, and it didn't last no. as long no i know the kind um, you're talking about yeah. too and yeah, yeah i'm not gonna dirty. throw them under the bus but no. yeah they it wasn't you know zippers start failing oh yeah they fray Tear out holes yeah. the yeah. fucking stuffing's falling out of it i even caught one on fire once so um Supposed to be flame retardant, but it wasn't yeah. not nearly as good, like you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I got Carhartt bibs and parka yeah. from 
God, I, I think they're probably 26 years old, and I still have them. Still, just right, and that's good, what I'm saying. You know? I, I think there still is a level of quality you pay so, for and you get. Sure, I mean, I, you know, like I, I try to buy middle of the line stuff, like you know, top mm-hmm. of line shit seems to not be as, as worth as much. But yeah, I also is, fall for some advertising too. Of you know, I'm, there, yeah, there's a point to diminishing returns. Right. Like how, how long, how good do you have to have this work for? How long, it, right? As much of a salesman as I've been throughout my life, I mean, I. I know. I guess it's worse for me because I knowingly fall into it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not even blind to it. I know what they're doing, and and you know I accept a certain amount of it in my life. So you know, I, like that Monster Energy drink I'm drinking right now. Is it is it any better than Bang or any of the ten other ones that are out there now? Maybe, maybe not. I just I like know. I I will drink Rippets, but I like the flavors of yeah. Monsters better. Rippets. Yeah, just, there was a couple Rippets. That I, I like they're all right, but. They you just know, don't have the flavor. There's been a few times where I've been in the store and I'm going, you know, a dollar a can, two fifty a can. Like, is it really? But you but know, for the little bit, I I mean, I only drink one every couple. And I see, I went down to the small cans now. Yeah, yeah, I went down to the small can, that. trying to cut back a little bit. But uh, that's just a flavor for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay the extra dollar because I only drink a couple a week. You know, I, I used to have a couple of the monster stickers on my snowmobile, yeah. and you know, and I, I mean, still like, have one on my road you know, bike helmet yeah. on the back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's you know, yeah, I, I, I fall into that. You know, and I, mainly because the color matches my I motorcycle. Some, that's why it ended up on my helmet. I buy some Harley shit there. Oh know, God, you don't want to get me going on that, man. We'll I love up, my we'll Harley. We'll end up, and, up rolling know, around on the floor here. But, <laughs> yeah, we'll piss, I'll know, piss off half the internet yeah, going on that. Yeah, because we got two totally different motorcycles yeah, going yeah. here. But uh, and and I know it. You know what I mean? Like I'm falling kind of. But there is some quality in that too. Like you know, I got a couple different leathers. I got Harley Davidson yeah. official, you know, but, Harley Davidson leather, and I got some cheaper leathers. And again, you know, is the quality the same? No, but. You know, I still wear my cheaper ones too. I I like them. You know, I got some with skulls and bones on it that I mean, that's a specific. And, that's a specific niche to where you're buying a lifestyle. You're not just right. buying a motorcycle. No, you're you buying, are buying a yeah, whole lifestyle. The whole thing, man. Yeah, right. So that's yeah. a yeah. We can. Have, we <laughs> and I love my Harley. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I love my Harley gear. I you know. It's, that's if there is one Man. advertising I say they did a good job on. Yeah, it's right there because right. when they buy, when you buy one of those, you buy that. You're whole, buying like, everything. You got you the know. sign above your garage. You yes. got the license plate on your truck. Boots, you, you know, all like, the gear. It, it just becomes part of you. It's just part of you. you yeah, know? like the Under Armour is for your workout clothing. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, but it's even worse with. I don't <laughs> well, have an Under Armour sign hanging right. above the garage. No, you know, it's like yet. no. Well, I was at the gym today, and I was getting ready. I was getting dressed in the yeah. time of workout shit. And this gentleman next to me, he said, uh, he goes, oh, I hope you have a good workout. I'm like, yeah. oh, thanks, you know. And I noticed he was probably mid-70s, and I'm assuming him, I'm assuming Vietnam vet because yeah. his hat said USS blank. Yeah. And I said, hey, I hope you had a good workout. And he goes, I did. He goes, he goes I need it. He goes, uh. He goes, without it, I'm not the same person. I said, yeah, I, said, I know what you mean. I said, I, right. you know, if I don't work out, then I feel lazy, tired through the days. Like, yeah, it definitely gets the juices flowing, he said. He said, I don't even sleep good. 
if I don't right. work out, he said. And <clears throat> and I, I noticed the same thing because when I fell off the roof, I didn't work yeah. out for a week. Right. And I noticed, like, you know, I get up in the morning, I'm tired through the day, I'm just fucking dragging. I just, like, I can't get it together. You know, we're doing the podcast, and I'm just fucking spark knocking. And even that guy recognized it. Mm -hmm. You know, even at at his age, how important it still is. Sure. I should have held more conversation with him. I feel guilty for not. Uh, thanking him for his yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. I was know? gonna ask you, did you? Thank no, him? I didn't. Yeah. I feel like an asshole. I, I try to. I, I do a lot, I, but I, I miss it sometimes. You know. Yeah. Again, I, I, you know, at any moment, someone could say something to me, and and there's probably at that split second that someone says something to me, and I look over and acknowledge them. I, I probably have 32 different thoughts going through my head about different shit at the same time. Like, yeah. My mind is racing. In right. So many I, my mind directions. is definitely in a different. You know yeah. what? He had a white beard too. Yeah. And later on, I thought that guy looked a lot like Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was. Yeah, I was like, you know, man, nobody, nobody's and, ever talked he, to me. He's gonna eat a lot of Christmas cookies. So. Nobody's ever talked to me in the locker room before. Yeah. That guy, yeah, he took a moment to, you know, best wish ever. Me, I think wish the workouts me, I ever seen was wish me a good you know, workout. You know, I that, thought, oh, uh, it's cool. I, I think it was Planet Fitness. I want to say is there. They had this, you know, they say, don't be a lug. You know, we don't tolerate that kind of, you know, bullying. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's just beast of a man, you yeah. know, rubbing down his muscles. And yeah. this nerdy little guy in there, and he's like, did you get your burn on? Yeah. You know, and he's like, burn And the kid's like, oh, my God, this yeah. guy's going to eat me. Yeah. Like, it was great. Like, every time I seen that commercial, I laughed my ass mm. off. And it, it did kind of make me want to go and get a membership <laughs> there, I thought. You know, if they're they're willing to put that, you know, just yeah. kind of thought into their marketing. Like now, a lot of it's just I, we've watched TV together, and I, I've said it. I feel like I'm getting dumb watching this. Yeah. Like by the second, I'm yeah, no losing my intelligence. So no doubt, uh, they just don't. Yeah, marketing isn't the way it used to be. Too bad. It used to be an art. You know those. The the commercials for the Super Bowl ads. Come on, man. Like, those were awesome. And just the last handful of years, they're just not, just not that good. These shitheads you know? on corporate media, I watched mm-hmm. them this morning, with a gleeful smile on their face. AAA is projecting this is going to be the best travel, the most amount of people traveled in two years. Yeah. Because for two years you couldn't go anywhere. Right. So yeah, like, if you walk to your like, neighbor's house, like, wow, look at the travel that's going on. I'm like, again, man, I, just brainwashing I, people, you know. I it's thought the audacity would be gleeful, like, oh, this is the busiest travel Thanksgiving in two years. Yeah. Like, I wonder why. Yep. <laughs> Oh, we should just stop I'm right scared. there. I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to order that shirt from Luke. Oh, that's, what is it? Biden, Fetterman, Biden. 2024. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> God, that's great. I love it. Yeah. I, I I got on, and I might end up ordering a t-shirt. Yeah. And it said, uh, make 1984 fiction again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I like that I like one. It. He was wearing it the yeah. other night and I saw it. I'm like, that's pretty clever. Yeah, that's clever. That's clever. I like it. And it had the same it's just a square. You know, right. it's not big and gaudy, you yeah. know. But I thought just for the podcast, I wear yeah. a long sleeve under it and wear that over top. Sure. I thought cool. that was out of all the ones <laughs> I've seen him wear for some yeah. reason, make nineteen eighty four fiction again. <laughs> 
Yeah, he, man, they come up with some cool yeah. shirts. I'll give them that, you know. I mean, some of them are kind of obvious, just, yeah. you know, very pointed, but some of them are really, they're, they're good. Yeah, you know? yeah, he puts some thought in. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he can come up with a different one five days I, I, a week. All the time. How far out is he? Because he's got to get that right. to wear it for that night. So he had, the one you're seeing, he had to think of, what, a month ago? Yeah. I would think. To have it printed, know. shipped. And he's using, was it Teespring or whatever the, the It wasn't the, the Teespring. I, I got on there last night. Yeah. It might have been. I didn't think it was. No. He, I, he said yesterday that that's one of the companies they use. Oh, was it? Because yeah. I, I was looking at that yeah, one. Yeah, because someone had made a comment about the shirt that they ordered it and never came or something. He said, well, you got to reach out to. And he rattled off a couple of companies. Hmm. And Teespring was one of them. Okay. So maybe they... Because he uses multiple companies. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, try they, they actually, there's the 1984 one. Oh, did, oh, I missed it. Yep, right there. Is it this one? Uh, I was gonna see if it showed. It's who. Pretty, pretty awesome. Some of those shirts he comes up with, though. You know. Yeah, let's just see if they showed who. So yeah, for the holiday, we're going casual today. Huh? Yeah. Thanksgiving tomorrow. Yeah. Everyone's going to get fat and pumpkin pies and turkeys. Yeah, I yeah. like that. It's not cool. they're not smart. You know, lots of... Uh, Go for a run in the morning for you know that food. food. Yeah. Go for a sure. run in the morning. Gym's closed, so can't go to the gym tomorrow. Yeah. Go for a run in the morning. Get up. Go for a walk. Can't run. I'm hunting. <clears throat> yeah, I think we're going to hunt in the morning, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm hunting. I haven't hunted Thanksgiving in a long time. Yeah, it's just something special about mm-hmm. hunting Thanksgiving, man. Like, you know. My dad always had good luck mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's just it's kind of special. So I, I try to never miss it. Though, depending on, you know, if you're having dinner with people and when right. dinner is, I mean, sometimes it kind of it euchres you, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going tomorrow. Yeah, last year we ran a 5K in the morning, yeah. and, and then we had dinner at, like, one o'clock, two o'clock, something. So we have like dinner 12 at twelve pounds of turkey. No, some of that. Uh, no, no protein. No, no, only just a little, not too yeah. much. Uh, to, this year it's three o'clock Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. So go hunt in the morning. Yeah, get get time the morning to get cleaned hunt. up and do some shit around here. And I gotta get my euro mount done on my skull. You know, speaking of something, I, I want to bring up too. Just being someone that's you know dealt with depression yeah. for, for like my entire life practically um you know this can be a really hard time of year for people yeah and no doubt. you know if if you guys got a friend or family member just someone that you know that just struggles sometimes with this you know and then you add cabin fever on top of it you know the winter blues like you know check on them just because man you know holidays can be a real motherfucker yeah Pardon my French, but it, it, you know, they, they can really depress the shit out of people. So, mm-hmm. and you know, and if you're one of the people that suffer from that, like, you know, reach out, like, don't, mm-hmm. don't suffer in silence, man. Just, you know, submerge yourself in the things that you don't feel like doing, because those are the things that's going to make you feel better. And and, it, and it's trying to talk you out of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So just go, go, spend for time, go for a run. Get some exercise. You'd be surprised. Did yeah. you see the... Spend the, some time with friends and family. <clears throat> even though you just want to sit at home suffering alone, don't. Mm-hmm. You know? Please, just check on people. Because yeah. it, it, it gets real lonely. It's just... 
I was thinking about the holidays and just, you know, the holiday blues. It, a lot of people suffer from that. So. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Depression just sucks, you know? It's just, it's tough. It's like a self-sustaining entity in you that just, man, it talks you out of doing anything that could make you feel better. It tries, you know? Yeah, I'd, I'd seen study on medication and exercise. Oh, exercise and, is tremendous for depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to get out there and do it. Right. But once you get moving. Because it doesn't, you don't want to, right? It's like, and I'm telling you, people that, you know, when when, <laughs> and when you seek professional help for depression, like, you know, like they structure your life. Like, you're going to get up at this time. You're going to take a shower. You're mm -hmm. going to do this. You're going to eat. You're going to exercise. You're going to, you know, because it, depression will try to talk you out of doing anything. Just lay on the couch and just, you know. So you got crumbs hanging out of your beard. Right, right. You know, and that's what this talks about yeah. here, about how depression manifests physical, physically by causing uh, disturbed sleep, reduced energy, mm -hmm. appetite, changed body aches, increased pain, perception, yeah. all which result in less yeah. motivation exercise. And it says, this is from Harvard, too, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah Harvard, Harvard Health. Health. Yep. And, yeah, I... So do it's just some something research. I wanted to bring up. Yeah, do some know, research, just, you know. Yeah, definitely get some help. Today the sun was shining a little, and, you know, it felt good. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I got outside a little bit and um, did some prep work for hunting tomorrow and um, got some batteries put in my camera, and it was just kind of nice to, to see some sunlight. It was like after a week of just snow and gray, <laughs> right? Like, oh, yeah. It felt really good to just, and it, it kind of triggered that, like, wow, yeah, it's, between, well, I don't, you know, loneliness of the holidays and then, you know, missing people that might not be with you anymore, or, you know, and then just the winter blues on top of it. And I wonder why everyone feels like shit, you know, through the winter and the holidays. Well, like, but again, I, know. I think it comes down to, you know, obviously go to your doctor and get yeah. your blood work checked. Sure. Find out if you're deficient in something because that yeah. can have a huge effect on how you sure feel. Can. And I know from personal experience, you know, exercise and you'll feel better. Mm -hmm. You will feel a hundred percent better. Right. I, I went to the gym and I beat the shit out of all the demons today. Yeah. I just, cause they're in your ear. Right. You've done enough. It's okay. You, you know, yeah. quit now. Quit now. Right. It's, you've done enough, right? It's always there yeah. in my ear. It's always there. Just quit. You know, that that's enough. That's enough. You did enough, right? You did enough. You did more than those, these two people next yeah. to you. You're good, right? No. Yeah. You know, you got you got to push sure through. Help. It'll it'll help you. I I promise you. The first day it may not, but it gets better, and it gets yeah. better, and then you start crushing these demons, and it gets better. Yeah, just you got to push back, man. I so had a family member. I just had this conversation at our Thanksgiving last Saturday, and I don't even know how we got on health because I didn't bring it up. I try not to get into health and politics because I'm very opinionated when it comes right. to. That. But a you family don't say. <laughs> but a family member, a family member goes. Well, what are you supposed to do when your doctor says that any strenuous exercise could cause yeah. more issues with your back? Right. And I said, I don't know. From, you know. I don't know. What did the doctor tell the blind guy that I saw walking on the treadmill next to me? Right. What did the doctor tell the guy in the wheelchair at the hand rowing machine? Yeah. What did the doctor tell the 500-pound guy that I saw 
that could barely not crush a pedal machine. Right. And I said, you don't think if you lost 70 pounds, your doctor wouldn't be happy about that and you might not feel better and then it might not cause the problems that you have? It's going to, you know, yeah. The it's, benefit outweighs the risk, man. No way saying go in there and try running three miles at eight miles an hour. Took me. Walk. Took walk me, on the uh, treadmill. Took me a while. You, you can know. do something. If and that's I started blind walking, guy, then it was walking and, 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 you know, spurts of running. And then it was just, you know, running a short distance. And then it was, you know, just I kept building onto it and building onto it. It seems impossible and it seems like such a task. But I got but there. Once and I'm a big guy. Right. Once like, you start, you know, and once you get it again, and that, and I think it helps create consistency in your life. If you set a time each day to do this, and then you set a time to do this, now you got to start building a schedule. You got to start right. building. And it's not just exercise. Like they, they did. I read a study that just people that get up and make their bed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, once like once they, you start you know, with I'm, one thing, yeah. it what if you say okay, every day I'm going to walk at I make 5 my bed every morning. I right. get up, I get dressed, I make my bed. You know, every morning, right. like, and I can't even stand it messy now. Like, right. it, it just, it's start, just part of me. Start know? building consistency and routine mm -hmm. in your life, and your life Routines, will be so they hectic and chaotic. Yeah, they help. I saw uh, research, and they're talking. I didn't, I did, I wasn't even aware of this myself. That was even affecting me. But if you have things that are messy in your life, whether yeah. it's your toolbox or your sock drawer or your yeah. shed or your garage or your car. Sink full of dirty dishes. These things you know. linger in the back of your mind. Yeah. Even though they're not at the forefront, they're lingering yes. back. They're causing stress and anxiety yeah. and in over, your mind. They make you feel overwhelmed. Right. Yep. And you're not even aware of it. You're not yeah. thinking about the toolbox drawers being messy. Right. But when you have to fix something, your anxiety is automatically triggered because you know you're not going to be able yeah. to find what you need, exactly. where you need it in that toolbox. Yep. So it just creates more right. anxiety. And then you lash out at your wife because she wants you to fix a drawer that's broken. Right. But you have anxiety because you know your toolbox is a shit show and you're not going to be able to find anything. Yeah. So you lash out at her and you guys start fighting over it. All because you... Whole chain reaction of bullshit. Right. You know, organize it. Put some know. organization in your life. Start so with no, one I thing. I do have some messy organization, which is it's kind of like uh, chaotic to someone else but it makes sense in my brain like i know where everything is and it, it may but it may be and when people have messed with it like it's given me severe anxiety um there there are some things that are very much neat and in its place but there are other things that are just it, it, it's it, it makes sense in my head you know what i mean the way well you may justify right. it instead of maybe dealing or with maybe it. it just really makes sense you know to me because I, I, I think found, everybody's brain kind of works a well, little bit. I, I, I used to, but you know. the only reason I can speak from experience on this, because I used to think the same thing. What does it matter if that's out of place? I know where the things are. But once I put them into place, yeah. all of a sudden it was like, like this little thing just left. Like, yeah. it, it's weird. It's like, oh yeah. shit. Like, all of a sudden I was worrying about that, even though I didn't know I was worrying about that. Because right. it was so overwhelming to have to think about dealing with that right mm -hmm. but once i did it That's and i put it in place because that man i i've had some of that stuff organized and it, it just bothered the shit out of me like i liked it the way it was organized chaos i think is what i called it but uh yeah i remember on the I, farm you know i could go out in the yard and like 
a foot of snow and kick a spot and know like <laughs> right, but this is where about, that pump is that I left laying around, you right, know, but like I knew exactly where it was. You knew where it was, but know? the stress and anxiety knowing that was buried in the snow instead of dry and put up in Maybe, the garage, you know. Where you didn't but have some to of get that I didn't I didn't snow. have the room for to organize it that well either so maybe that's why i you know there was a certain amount of that that was just acceptable because well, i think that the anxiety of trying to to put the stuff away when you didn't really have the space for it or the room for it or the area you know dedicated like i didn't have a garage right I, well um, you had a i had the, 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 the tarp one but yeah um to to even try to put shelves in there was was difficult you know I, I needed gravel i needed to have it leveled off it was i tried to organize some of that stuff right. but it, it just it was more work than just knowing where it's at under the snow you know and, and then i was free to worry about other shit that to me was i guess more yeah. important but i can't argue yeah. with the studies i mean these are professionals that broke down these plans and right i i can't argue it especially when i've it took me it took me accepting that maybe I'm wrong, you right. know what I'm saying, going, because again, I had the same organized chaos, and I still do in some yeah. I'm not, trust me, my workbench in that back room is a shit show, <laughs> yeah. and I know it's, right. I know it's stopping me from doing things I need to do back there, because I have to deal with it, mm -hmm. right, yeah, and I mean, even that, though that I'm, even though I'm not back there seeing it, when I'm at work, it's still lingering in the back right. of my mind, you know, yeah, and that, it's yeah. something I have to deal with, and it's, it's an ongoing process, yeah. but, my sock drawer, I've been very disciplined. I, I, I fold my underwear and I have I have underwear for work, working out and then going yeah. out, you know, and I have my socks and I have my night shirts and I have my right. night I I've been very disciplined at trying to yeah, I'm pretty good slowly that, so. tackle you know, put thing in mm -hmm. organize and just focus on that for not everything. You can't just attack everything and just expect no, to you fix everything. Start one specific thing right. and, and, and kind work of, on that for yeah. a couple months keeping that one thing organized yeah. and then move once you're and it does once that's you become your routine create that, healthy right. habits right right and then it kind of manifests in other areas yeah. of your life i don't know I, and i'm not making excuses for myself yeah. i'm just trying to understand why i do some of the shit i do that you know yeah like i i think and that was a it's, it's not really a fair example of living on that farm because it wasn't the typical lifestyle yeah. either. Right. You know, that was kind right. of extreme yeah. living. So, um, and then had I had a couple more years, you know, had I put a dozen years out there instead yeah. of seven, I, I think I would have worked some of those kinks out yeah. over time. But you know, yeah, it was an adventure. Yeah. I can say that. No doubt. What do you think? We chewed yeah. up an hour. We chewed up an hour. We were going to go 40. So, you know, <laughs> we could go another three. I know. We could. I could just keep talking. Yeah, but I'm actually getting hot in this freaking yeah. hoodie, man. All yeah, right. Let's call it. Like, share, subscribe. Follow us all over social media. Tell your yeah. friends and family about it. Maybe play this, play one of these at Thanksgiving. So yeah. Check these guys yeah. out. Put it in the background. You know. Try to, try to just get the word out and help yeah. us out. Maybe Happy worked, Turkey Day, everybody! Yeah, I worked on you the know. lighting a little bit in here. Yeah, I like it. I think uh, trying to still the studio's really coming along, yeah. man. It's just trying you don't, to bring better contact, trying content, trying to do some more live I think research, the, and the video doesn't really do the justice. Mm -hmm. Really, I, it's it's impressive. It's a nice studio. Yeah. It's you know, it's a great place. I I like sitting in here and just pondering shit. Yeah. So. Try not to get too serious at Thanksgiving dinner either, you know, yeah. keep it light. 
No sense in fighting with family. Nope. You only see once a year. Leave that yeah, shit for your coworkers. And right. That's whatever, about good you know? times, man. Make yeah. good memories, right? Because yeah. tomorrow's not promised. No. You don't got to talk politics. And nope. Shit. Table all that shit for yeah. later, man. Just enjoy your family. Yeah, enjoy some family and friends and turkey and ham. All right. Peace and love, everyone. All right.